All right, here we go, here we go, y'all. Saturday, the first week of Lent. This is the shortest um, travel. This one is half a mile, actually a little bit less than a half a mile from the Pontifical North American College. This is probably the most popular church in, definitely in Rome, probably the most popular church in the world. This is the Vatican, St. Peter's Basilica, La Basilica de San Pietro. This is the, the famous one, the beautiful one there. They're all so beautiful, but here we go. Let's just jump into this one. We'll let it speak for itself. It's, um, there's so much, um, so much you can find online for this church, the, the church, the Basilica of St. Peter's. Here we go. Rightly has Pope Benedict XVI spoken of this basilica as the heart of the Roman church, as St. John Lateran is the head. It is here that the church honors her first shepherd in the city, and here that since his martyrdom she has celebrated both his witness and the God he served. While the basilica before us is relatively modern as far as the history of Christianity goes, being completed only in 1626, Christians have been coming to this site to ask for his intercession since shortly after his, the death of the Prince of the Apostles, as messages left by them on the wall of his grave attest. The first structure on this site to concern us was a circus built by the Emperor Caligula around the year A.D. 40. A circus is not just a note. We're not talking about a big thing with like lions and elephants and, and giraffes, you know, and, and clowns. We're speaking of like a, a an oval. Think of a racetrack where they would have their competitions. So just so you, we're clear on that. Like the Circus Maximus, that's the circus. There was one there built by this Emperor Caligula around the year A.D. 40. Back to the text. Here we go. It was here that the leader of the apostles was crucified upside down at his own request, so as to die in a way yet more humiliating than that of his master. Soon after, his simple tomb in the style of a poor man's grave was constructed by leaning tiles together in the shape of a tent over his shallow grave. This was soon succeeded by a small shrine, which was the focus of devotion here into the legalization of Christianity under Constantine. As part of this emperor's building, Program on behalf of the church, a large basilica was built on the side of the Vatican Hill. This required much earth moving to prepare the surface so that the basilica could be built directly over the saint's grave. The building of the first basilica of St. Peter began in about 320, being completed before the close of that decade. At first, it mainly served as a covered cemetery in which Christians could be buried near the great saint, although Eucharistic celebrations would be occasionally held on a temporary altar near his shrine. In the late 6th century, the first permanent altar was built over his tomb around the same time that the sanctuary was greatly enlarged and remodeled. In the succeeding centuries, the basilica was repeatedly embellished and damaged, remaining all the while one of the most important churches in Christendom. In the 15th century, the first plans began to replace this church with one more telling of the grandeur of the newly revitalized Rome during the Renaissance. In 1506, Pope, Pope Julius II laid the cornerstone for the current basilica, and over the following 120 years, construction continued in fits and starts. When it began, Europe was united under the authority of the Pope, and the New World had just been discovered by Columbus. By the time of its dedication... Europe was divided by wars of religion between Catholic and Protestant, and the settlement of the English colonies in North America was well underway. Several famous architects contributed to the design of the building, among them Bramante, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Maderno. 
Even after the dedication of the Basilica on November 18, 1626, the work continued. Much of this took place under Bernini, who was responsible for the ciborium of sculpt, the sculpture group in the apse and the colonnades surrounding St. Peter's Square in the front of the church. Since the return of the papacy from Avignon in 1376, the Pope has normally maintained his residency here, with the result that this is the location of most of the major, major papal litur liturgies throughout the year. It is also the setting for, the for extraordinary events, such as the election of the new successors of St. Peter. So there you have it, the Vatican, you know, a little bit of historical context, but it's just interesting. Um, it's built over what used to be a circus, sort of like a, a sports arena. Uh, there was a cemetery right near it where St. Peter was buried after he was crucified up, upside down on this spot. And uh, as we heard, uh, in 320, they built the structure, the first basilica, which was basically a covered cemetery. They would go and bury the Christians there, but also have mass there. Um, and then over, over time, uh, it, it would develop more essentially in the 15th century, um, spending 120 years to build the church as it is now, which is really fascinating. You go to see this place, and it, of course, looks um, it's majestic, it's regal, it, it does not look modern at all. <laughs> uh, but to think that it was built in 1500 is truly astonishing when you see the detail and, and how beautiful a work of art it is. Um, and just such amazing sculptors and artists who work there, Bramante, Raphael, Michelangelo, Maderno, uh, Bernini, some of the biggest names in, in, in the history. And, of course, the beautiful symbolism that it has of, of the Pope living there now. So it was a joy to be there. Um, I hope you check it out a little bit. It's an easy walk today, just a half a mile. So get out and do it. God bless you.